Good evening and uh, welcome to Thinking Out Loud podcast. Thinking Out Loud, shaping your destiny. I'm your host, Bablika Moseki, and we are going to continue with part two of Dysfunctional Family. Last week, we covered part one. And just before we go into the second part, I just want to do a little review of what we covered last week. Uh, we looked at the fact that um, a dysfunctional family can lead one to have uh, psychological issues from childhood and uh, that this can affect the way they see and handle romantic relationships which can cause things like um, codependency we did cover codependency what it is we also looked at insecurity and um, in the list we have abandonment and trust issues and then you have emotional unavailability and finally we have commitment issues now they can be more but these are the ones that i've selected for the purpose of this discussion welcome stay with me as we discuss this issue issues that deal with people's lives uh, issues that um, affect us as human beings issues that affect us one way or another all of us because we have some level of dysfunction in each family history what are abandonment and trust issues now people with abandonment and, and, and trust issues often struggle in relationships exhibiting symptoms such as codependency we did cover codependency and that basically you want to seek your approval from another person and your worth and your value uh, is sent through other people's reaction to what you do basically so without a receiver of um, certain services that are being given by the giver the one who wants that approval without a receiver then the person feels worthless and valueless so that is what codependency is in a nutshell and also an inability to develop trust or even the tendency to sabotage relationships so people with abandonment issues they have codependency they have um, trust issues they find it hard to trust the person and they also have a tendency to sabotage relationships even their own relationships potential relationships that's what you see right there about them and um these issues make it harder for a person to feel worthy or to be intimate intimacy now comes at uh, different levels uh it makes it harder for them to be vulnerable basically because intimacy uh, can only happen when someone is willing to be vulnerable and they're vulnerable to the other person you know they open themselves to the next person and that's how you achieve intimacy of any sort and uh, these fears could make a person prone to anxiety um, and depression now codependency and other issues so the person will be stressed the person will be anxious um, they have depression uh, even when they're in the relationship and uh, these issues are also linked to what you call bpd um borderline personality disorder and attachment anxiety now what does it look like when someone has this what can we say uh, identifying points or identifying uh, marks to say that this person 
um, that I'm in relationship with or this person that is in relationship with so and so with a friend of mine with whoever has some of these issues or has abandonment and trust issues it is um, other people not meeting your emotional needs um, leaving you feeling rejected unloved or painfully lonely that's basically what abandonment um, and trust issues uh, look like basically uh, you'll feel that you know people are not meeting your emotional needs people in your circle people that in relationship with uh, be it your family but since you're talking about a romantic relationship here so you're basically saying that your partner <clears throat> is not meeting your emotional needs and uh, this leaves you feeling rejected and unloved and lonely lonely in a painful way and then uh, let's look at the symptoms of um, abandonment and trust issues the symptoms what are the symptoms since you are on about to how it looks like uh, what are the symptoms of this um, when you look at these issues uh, a person will have intense feelings of separation and anxiety we didn't mention anxiety before so being lonely uh, is because they feel that they are separated from the rest of the people they are not in connection with their partner there's not that intimacy there uh, of any sort and um, there is also a reluctance to fully commit uh, they are reluctant because they don't trust they don't easily trust so uh, because commitment needs trust uh, they cannot do that since they don't have trust basically and um, they are always aiming to please the next person you know, they're always aiming to please the next person this is so that they can get a feeling that at least they are accepted at least they have someone who can keep them they can keep someone by you know always bowing to um, their desires and, and, and whatever they want and they also have hypersensitivity to criticism when you criticize them so you know this is wrong this should have been done I shouldn't have done it that way instead you should have done it this way they will feel that well then this means that you know this person doesn't love me um, so they are hypersensitive to criticism and this leads them to feel insecure and unworthy of love insecurity and a feeling of unworthy of love it's one of the symptoms and also a quickness um, to move on just to ensure that they don't get too attached uh, we did talk about uh, monkey bar um, mentality in relationships and this is basically what um, it looks like moving on to the next um, you know relationship just to make sure that they don't get too attached uh, monkey bar said remember that you don't take a long time in one bar you move from one bar to the next as quickly as possible and there's also a quickness to attach very interesting a quickness to attach even to unavailable partners so on one extreme they can have like this quickness to move on so that they get too attached and on the other extreme they are quick to attach even to an unavailable partner basically someone who doesn't really care about them someone who doesn't give them time they attach uh, too quickly and they are often unreasonably jealous we did look at this one when we talked about 
insecurity um, unreasonably jealous um, you know you spoke to so and so why do you speak to that person um, why do you uh, smile when you speak to this person why did you um, hug that person why did you smile to that person and so forth and so on i saw you standing with so and so what was it all about so this uh, jealousy um, that is unreasonable is one of the symptoms of abandonment and trust issues remember that this person through their experience uh, childhood trauma that maybe they were abandoned by their loved one a father a mother maybe or whatever the case may be so it has it is now playing out in their romantic relationship and that thing is replaying right in front of their eyes and um, they react to their partner as if they are reacting to their parent or significant person in their life in their childhood who abandoned them who caused them to uh, trust less and um, if there's any trust at all that they got from the person and also another point is pursuing a relationship with people who are not emotionally available so this is one of the very interesting things because um parent was not emotionally available therefore they think that well this is how things should be i should be in a relationship with someone who is emotionally unavailable um so that's one thing that is a symptom of abandonment and trust issues now let's look at emotional unavailability it's the last thing that we spoke about in the symptoms of uh, abandonment and trust issues uh, emotional unavailability what is emotional unavailability this is the ability to sustain emotional bonds uh, in relationships basically the the emotional availability rather emotional availability is the ability to sustain emotional bonds in relationships so then emotional unavailability is the lack um, of that ability to sustain an emotional bond in a relationship emotional unavailability is that ability or lack of ability rather lack of ability to sustain emotional bonds in relationships i hope that one is clear i got my tongue twisted a little bit there but that's basically it that when you are emotionally unavailable you don't have that ability to sustain an emotional bond in a relationship and since it's pretty much impossible to have a healthy relationship without an emotional connection emotionally unavailable people tend to find relationships challenging it's quite a hassle for them to be in relationships because hey one of the ingredients um, that make a relationship to be healthy and to work is emotional availability and since one doesn't have it it becomes a hard thing to keep together uh, so one of the elements that glue the relationship is lacking and therefore relationship becomes a disaster and uh, such kind of person is not comfortable feeling their own emotions sharing emotions with us or being present and responsive to someone else's emotions so they shun emotions like a leprosy no, they don't want anything emotional they don't want to express emotions or even to hear the other person expressing their emotions they don't want to deal with any kind of emotion why simply because they lack that abil ability to sustain emotional bonds in relationships
and this can be a said due to childhood trauma you know maybe they had a parent who was emotionally unavailable and they never learned how to really sustain emotional bonds in any kind of relationship so what are the symptoms of emotional unavailability there are several of them um the first one is avoiding intimacy now when we talk about avoiding intimacy um, basically you see that discomfort with vulnerability leads someone to distance themselves from their own emotional experiences which makes it eventually impossible to engage with others in a way that has emotional intimacy and depth so this is discomfort with vulnerability i did mention before that for someone to be intimate they have to be vulnerable so when you are not comfortable with vulnerability then you will lead your it will lead you to distance yourself from your own emotional experiences um, and this makes it impossible for you to engage with others in a way that has emotional intimacy and depth the second point is avoiding commitment now this is related avoiding intimacy avoiding um commitment because intimacy requires you to be vulnerable and uh, when you are vulnerable basically that's where you gain trust as you gain trust and uh, trust is key to commitment basically and because you are avoiding intimacy you are avoiding commitment it leads to a third thing you easily get defensive you easily get defensive it's like you know because you are not being vulnerable you are out there to defend yourself you see everything as an attack so you easily become defensive and number four, you have low empathy, very um, poor in, uh, in empathy. You know, you are not empathetic uh, because you don't engage uh, the emotional side, not even a little bit. You're always on about logic and, 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 and stand um, calculations and, 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 and formulae and all those things. So now you have uh, a low capacity of being empathetic toward others' experiences. You know, uh, when someone has something going on, your partner has something going on that is bad. All you are about is looking for solutions, just to say, hey, "I'm sorry that this is happening to you. I just hope that you get better. Um, whatever the case may be, you know that lacks." that lacks it's a symptom of emotional unavailability and then another point uh, point number five is simply being unavailable simply being unavailable that's uh, basically um, the the symptoms of emotional unavailability now let's look at the last one which is commitment issues commitment issues a pattern of ambivalence um, coupled with a lack of consistency um, so there is that um, that uh, pattern of ambivalence as well as inconsistency uh, they are also known as commitment phobia uh, you know or relationship anxiety or fear of commitment Basically, when a person finds it difficult to dedicate themselves to a long-term goal, 
uh, in your relationship or to the relationship itself. So commitment issues, the person fears to commit. And this stems from the fact that they don't have trust, you know. You take away trust, you take the main ingredient of commitment. They don't trust, they fear to trust, and therefore they can't commit. They fail to commit. That is basically, it. there's inconsistency. There's inconsistency. You can not say that this person is like this because tomorrow they are um, hot, tomorrow the other day they are cold and so forth and so on. So you can't really say that this is the description of this person. I can put my head on the blog and say that this person will do this, whatever the case may be. So that's basically what uh, commitment issues looks like. That's how it looks like. Um, that's what it is. So what are the symptoms of commitment issues? And then we'll wrap up. Um, number one, avoiding making future plans with your partner you know when they they are no investments uh, basically no investments and the person uh doesn't make plans as to this is what we are going to do or this is what we are going to save for so that in such and such time we do this together there's this project that you need to plan for and save for so that we you know have it run up and running at such and such a time so they avoid making future plans with their partner point number two avoiding talking or thinking about the future of the relationship so they just live in the now when they're in a relationship they are all about the now they avoid to talk even think about the future of the relationship you know this is more about it's more related to the first one uh, making future plans with your partner and then the third one is serious or long-term relationships are always out of the question. So the person will be like, no, I don't want anything serious. I don't want any, anything permanent. I don't want anything um, serious or long-term. I just want something short-term. Some people, they basically say it out. And some, they don't say it out, but they act it out. And the number four, lack of emotional attachment. We did talk about emotional unavailability. Um, just a few minutes ago so this is one of the symptoms of commitment issues and then uh, last point or last uh, symptom that i talk about uh, here is a history of short-lived relationships now we did talk about monkey bar syndrome or mentality uh, monkey bar syndrome or mentality whereby you know one jumps from one relationship to another uh you know like uh, one is is, 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 is is on monkey bars where you jump from one, one bar to another and so forth and so on so they a person will have a history of short-lived relationships this shows that they have um serious commitment issues it's one of the symptoms of commitment issues now how do you get rid of how do you deal with it, uh, all these dysfunctions um all these things all these issues that come from dysfunctional family how do you deal with it because these are the fruits of a dysfunctional family. You may be aware, you may not be aware, but one thing that one needs to do in order to solve them is to recognize what causes me to behave this way. What happened in the past and you know, just face um, the reality that you cannot change the past. You cannot undo the past. You can go back in time and fix the dysfunctions that you grew up with. 
dysfunctions that influenced how you do things the way you do them now. So one, accept that you can uh, change in the past. But number two, accept the fact that you have a choice today. Um, are you going to live according to uh, what your childhood trauma has brought you? Or you will re-educate yourself in the proper way. So now, if you choose to re-educate yourself in the proper way, that means that now you get to get material that will help you overcome certain things. Uh, you read, you listen to um, podcasts, you listen to um, documentaries, you watch, um, you know, just get yourself educated on how to get rid of certain toxic traits. And this will set um, a tone for the future. So the only thing that you have a control of is the present. You can change the past and what you do in the present, present sets the tone for the future. So basically you can work on your future at the present moment by choosing to do that which builds you up, to do that which is positive, to do that which um, re-educates and rewires your brain to handle um, issues in a certain uh, way that is positive that is different from how your childhood trauma um, shaped you and formed your thinking patterns and your acting patterns. So that's it about dysfunctional family. Join us again in our next episode as we continue with dealing with emotional baggage. Thinking out loud, shaping your destiny. Um, See you again or oh, let's meet again. Same time, same place next week.